Hello and welcome. I'm Jessica Minhas. I'm the founder and CEO of Algo First. We are a nonprofit organization passionate about cultivating courage and supporting you on your journey of healing. We celebrate people and their overcoming. On this episode, Kyle Mengelkamp joins us. He is the founder of The Brain Bar and Stroke of Genius. We talk about what it means to find our identity after a life-altering event. We hope you'll be just as inspired as we are. And now, please help me welcome Kyle. Today, we have a very special guest, Kyle Mengelkamp. He is a creative director, the co-founder of The Brain Bar, and the creator of Stroke of Genius. Um, I am so excited for him to share, your story, to share his story with you. We actually met about four years ago over email, but didn't get a chance to meet in person until just about a few months ago. Yeah, a few months ago. At one of your events called The Brain Bar. The Brain Bar, yeah. Yeah, The Brain Bar. Before we get to what that is, can you just tell us a little bit about how you got started on this journey of patient advocacy and sort of exploring what it means to be an adult, a young adult with brain injury? Yeah, I used to be an a, like a pretty darn good athlete. And uh, by the age of 11, you know, I pitched a no-hitter for All-Star Baseball. And uh, I was out with my friends at, at the beach, uh, away from my parents. And uh, I just had a massive brain aneurysm. And it, I was not uh, – I didn't have any symptoms, nothing. What and are symptoms typically of a brain aneurysm? Headaches, you know, slurring uh, with words, you know, not your typical headache. And it just just felt like a knife was stabbing me in the top of the head. And my right side weighed 500 pounds and just took me down. And, you know, one minute I was laughing in the shower and then the next minute I was down for the count. So this happened in the shower, so no one's with you. I was w- wearing my bathing suit, just for the record. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're in the shower. Yeah. You kind of like blink, and then when you wake up, yeah. you're on the floor. That's a perfect way to put it. I just blinked. Wow. And then And then I was – and then my, my friends obviously heard something wrong. And so they quickly came and uh, to my attention and called for help. And they took me out in front of the, the, the campsite and uh, they start started, you know, ask me like, Kyle, Kyle, what's your what's your name? And I was like, uh, Kyle Mankelkamp. And uh, they said, no, I, I'm not getting anything. And I was like, what do you mean? It's Kyle Mankelkamp. What what's the problem? Then I just surrendered and, you know fell into a deep sleep. Wow. So everyone around you must have been kind of freaking out, no? Yeah. You've told me this this story once. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I actually heard the story when you you told it at the Brain Bar mm. and it was the anniversary of something really important. So I I, I celebrate my stroke anniversary or brain anniversary, whatever you may call it. I celebrate it as a new life, like a second birthday, because, you know, you 
go through life and you are not the same person. Yeah. I mean, you had this when you were 11, like you said before, you were right. like a, a all-star student athlete well on your way to becoming a very successful athlete in high school and onwards into college. Scor- and scoring a, yeah, scoring a triple-double in basketball, throwing a no-hitter in baseball at the age of 11, and which is pretty rare. And so it's like I was the jock. I was the, the cool kid on campus. I can't imagine because I think being a teenager is hard enough, but how did this affect you going into like the gauntlet that is middle school and then high school? Because you actually have some long-term injuries. Obviously, I can right. see you. But for listeners, what are your long-term injuries? So I have limitations on the on, on my right side. A lot of people, they say, oh, I didn't know. Or like, oh, I didn't see. And I'm like, yeah, right. But actually, some people don't notice. But some other people do notice. You know, like I'm talking more out of my left side of my mouth or some days where I'm just completely symmetrical and my right arm is a little weak. Some days are like totally loose and other days I'm just tight. And the same thing goes with my, my gait for walking. You know, some days, you know, I'm just perfect. Some days I'm a little, little lazy, I should say. Is there anything that will give you insight like when it when you're gonna have a like a side like a day that's kind of not optimal like does sleep affect it does like stress affect it or is it kind of just like whenever it will pop up and you're not going to be as strong as you are i've tried to you know zero in on certain things and i don't know even after 20 22 years you know i'll eat garbage and then you know everything's fine and then I'll eat healthy, everything is fine, and it's just it's it's a day by day. Yeah, yeah, I think in my experience too, I I have a brain disease, and that's giving me traumatic brain injury, which you know, and it is just like sort of random when I have good yeah. days, when I have bad days. We've actually met up a few times, and I've not been able to even like complete sentences. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so fun, which and I think so, is like community is so important with this yeah. kind of stuff. I want to take us back just really briefly. Okay. So you're 11. You have this happen to you just recently was your brain anniversary, as you put it. I actually didn't know that was like a thing until I joined this like um, patient community. But what happens in high school? Like, did you get bullied at all? Or was it like everybody was really supportive? Of course. Uh, My hospital room was decorated to a T. Opponents, all-star baseball teams. Opponents. Like, yeah, opponents. Wow, that's amazing. Like everyone started and signed baseballs and, you know, like it was amazing. And, and you had your parents too. They were yeah. super supportive. My parents were there day in and day out. It's amazing. Yeah. I owe everything to my parents because they are one one of the reasons why I'm here. But, you know – in the hospital, I was getting puberty, and then afterwards, like, I was in a brace and an arm splint and barely walking, and I wanted to play basketball again. And the doctor said, no, like, you'll never play basketball again. And I looked at my dad, and my dad says, yes, you will be able to play. We're going to work at it. 
and he gave me access to drive for something. And so this entire time I was trying to get my life back, my old life back. But that was also going through middle school and high school. And that was dealing with puberty, adolescence, girls, and it was hard. What you do you know? think the hardest part about it was? Because I think we all have like those moments where life just changes for us and with illness. But I think particularly in your case, like you were such a physical student. I mean, like your whole academic career sort of revolved around you as an athlete outside of, you know, your academics, obviously. How did that impact you? Feeling that I wasn't good enough. And I'd always strive to do better. And every little mistake, I took it really hard because I wanted to prove to everyone that I could still do it. And a lot of my friends left, and when I needed needed them the most, a lot of people made fun of me. Yeah. And, you know, I was still in an arm brace and a leg uh, splint. And pretty soon I um, I just said, hell with it. Looking back, like with your older perspective, what do you think it was that that changed for them? Well, because, yeah, people can't face the fact that this humanistic thing happened. It's actually not so bad when you have gone through it for so long and you just soon accept it. But a lot of a lot of people can't or will not go there. And until there's a certain point where something hits them in the face and they're like, oh God. And I've had so many people come back, usually after college and or during college, and say, hey, Kyle, I'm really sorry. And I'm like, hey, it's all right. You know, like- Did they add any other words middle school and high school. Do they, like, do they, what are they apologizing for? Like Like being a dick. <laughs> I know that we're No, of, that's true though. Yeah. People can be jerks. Yeah. But like where would I be if I didn't have my brain aneurysm? And that's so, what I love about your story. So we were actually in a traumatic brain injury support group at NYU. Oh yeah. And I have found so much value in going to support groups. I recommend them to anyone who is struggling with any certain issue. I promise you there's a support group out there, if not in person, online. They are so valuable to get empathy and understanding from people who are in the same space. You just don't have to explain so much, you know, like coming into that community. And I found them online, actually. And not every support group is the right fit. So you have to date around just like you have to date around for your doctors date and around. your therapists. You have to date for your therapist. <laughs> It was amazing because there is there's probably like 30 people in the room. There was a young man who had such a positive perspective like you do, Kyle, about his injury and like where he is in life. And I don't know, suddenly I just like popped out of my mouth like I'm not. I'm still angry. I'm still resentful. I don't want this. I think it's great that people are like, oh, my life is so great because of it. And I'm like, no, my life has been robbed because of like my trauma or like, you know, this brain illness. And I loved what you said about it, having a different perspective on it. Yeah, you're you're dead. <laughs> the the old Kyle is dead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. And and when I look back at the pictures, even before the the aneurysm, I was like, you know, I miss you. Wow. Yeah. So when I was in high school, I made the the high school basketball team. You made the high school basketball yeah, team, I, even though you have. I created my own Kyle style, <laughs> and what is it what is the Kyle style? So I wanted to play basketball again and get my own my my old skills back. And when uh, so I couldn't use my right side, so I developed all these skills with my left side. Like compensatory. Yeah. Is that I was left-handed, but I had to shoot with right one hand. I had wow, to, yeah. you know, have turnaround jumpers with, oh my gosh. Uh, you know, the... I'm trying to imagine yeah. what that even looks like. Um, To me, it it feels cool. Do you have any video of this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. I want I yeah. want to see the video. It feels like I'm doing everything right. Ball's going in. But then when you look at the video, it like... It's a little bit sloppy. I'm still scoring. I'm yeah. still I'm still making people mad because like I'm stealing the ball from them, and yada yada yada. And they don't see you okay. coming. No, that's what I like about it. So stealth. Yeah. So there was a a point after two seasons with the high school basketball team where I just struggled, like because the. JV coach would always have me on the on the bench and then put me in for a minute. I would score once or twice, you know, block, and then he'd pull me out. And I'm like, what the hell? And so I um, put all this energy into building my life back to the way it was. But there was a point where I sat my coach down, my varsity coach, He's been with me even before my stroke. And I said, Coach, my parents said, you know, finish what you start. And so I just don't think that this is the right fit for me. I don't think I can get any better. Like I've had the, the this realization that I'm, I'm not going to get my skills back. Like what should I do? Because I, I love you and I love you know, the team and the organization. And he goes, Kyle, the old Kyle is dead. It's up to you to discover who you want to be and what you're about to become. It's up to you to go on the adventure to see what the new Kyle is. And, you know, because, I mean, you are an entire new person. If you want to play basketball and be a part of the program, and if you see your yourself, and then so be it. I'm going to help you. But if you want to take this video production course, and you know tell stories then go do that if that's where the passion lies so it sounds almost like you there's almost like a morning and a rebirth like morning this yeah. time as an athlete and then being open to something new coming along yeah and that's the stroke of genius that conversation that i had with my coach that is the flipping point 
to like that set me free. What about it set you free? I understood that I was trying to get back what was gone, though I wouldn't take a second of that away because it gave me the opportunity. It gave me the stories. It gave me the uh, determination. It gave me the grit to pursue storytelling, films. And that gave me everything. You know, my 20th year anniversary, I came back into the community of stroke and brain, you know, uh, survivors. And I've been out of it for a long time. Why did you step away from it? My mom, at my 10th year anniversary, we went back to Santa Barbara where it all happened. And uh, it was very emotional for my parents. And I didn't really know that it still had a place for them. Yeah. And and then my mom says, okay, this is going to be the last time that we do this. Wow. And I was like, oh, oh, why? And she goes, you may not have known, but, you know, it has been very difficult for us. And How is that to hear? A process. I mean, that's a lot. I, I didn't. You know, I just like, okay, well then, okay. You know, I owed my life to my parents Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was like, all right, you know, and I just set forth and, and learned how to become an adult. But the other side of it was I was still 10, you know, because you're reborn into this new body, you know, learning how to adapt learning on what you're about to become. It's kind of like you were 10 years old because you had just started your life over again, which I think is really interesting. I guess for me, I had my brain disease discovered when I in 2016, so I'm like three. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm a three-year-old adult. Actually, y- your personality, your you know oh, quirkiness. True. I mean, you're hell's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so, but I was asking like suddenly it feels like almost you had your mom and dad there, but their support of you changed in that moment. Yeah. Uh it had me grow up faster. That was another point in my life where I just had to discover something different. You know, like grow up, everything. Yeah, just yeah. suddenly like yeah, is at you. You know, not use my stroke as my excuse. Not, you know, always bring it up and make me and make making my everyone hear that that stop story because it was ten years out. I mean, is it a sob story? I don't feel like it. You know, at that time. It was, but I had to create, which I, you know, are my three rules are own it, F it, and create your story of triumph. And I will stand by that because I used to throw out excuses and, you know, oh, I had a brain, brain injury or, oh, you know, well, but it, it's 10 years. Well, okay. Well then what are you doing? 
I had to create my own adult, really. Yeah. 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 You kind of had to like kind of parent yourself in this very unique way. I yeah. think, I think even no matter where you are as an adult, if when illness strikes, you are kind of having to reparent yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Figure out how to grow up again. That's a great perspective because you do have to parent yourself. I mean, every day, even 22 years out. What does that look like for you? Um, well, it starts with getting up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's real. Getting up is a victory some mornings. Yeah. I mean, this morning I just popped out, out of bed. But other other mornings are just like two hours in bed. Yeah. 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 So you said own it. What does that look like? No excuses. How do you give space for the actual stuff of it? Like no excuses on one hand, but then – it's like, okay, well, this is a reality. This is a part of my life. How right. Do you, how and do you hold space for both? I Well, I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping you'd be the expert on this. <laughs> I, well, I've never, I've, I've never put it that way. Well, we're discovering something new together. So, yeah. So, so own it means no excuses. Yeah, it, it means no excuses. So I was at a bar uh, last year uh, with my friend, and so – this girl told me to go hit on her friend and we ended up uh, having a, a great con- conversation with the other guy that was trying to hit on her friend. Uh, think of Wall Street, like financial guy, like egotistical, you know, just painting a pen- a picture. And it was like, hey, let's, uh, you know, great to, to meet you. And so he sticks out with his right hand and i had a a beer in my left and i was like oh let's cheers and uh he he goes no let's just shake and i was like aggressive no let's (laughs) yeah well i mean egotistical wall street kind of guy yeah and so uh i was like no let's just cheers and he was like no be a man and shake with your right hand and so owning it Looks like this. So I looked to Michael, big old smile on his face, on his face and my face. And I was like, well, I had a brain aneurysm when I was 11. And, you know, it's uh, a little bit difficult for me to shake with my right hand. I would love to cheers you. And because we have a great conversation, the guy broke down. And yeah, I know. And he goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, I'm not. Wow. I'm not. By saying the words, I'm not sorry, like you're owning it. Because by making other people feel bad for something that you have no control over, uh, that's like, you know, that's okay, like, you know, that's part of the recovery process, but you're owning it. And yeah. when you're owning it, you're like, I'm not sorry. Like, this is who I am. Yeah, this is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. What does effort mean? Whenever you're angry about what you're doing, so like, for example, I spilled 
coffee the other night and, you know, just like all over my desk. And I was like, you know, I laughed instead of gotten angry. And in my head, I was like, F it, you know, like all the little things that you have to deal with right now and that you get angry at, F it, F it. So just not taking it so seriously, like. No, because why are you going to waste all that energy for five minutes or 30 minutes moping or getting angry about that one little thing when you have so much more in life to live? Mm, That's a lot of perspective. That's but that's the reality of it. We're what? not supposed to get angry. We're not. No. What happens when we do? <laughs> I mean, I can say, you know, colors. I can say, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it, I'm e- working through it in therapy, but yeah. what am I supposed to do when? You're supposed to laugh. I get angry. Okay. Haven't you ever seen Patch Adams? I have seen Patch Adams. Yeah. That's the Patch Adams is one of the reasons I wanted to become a doctor. Yeah. You said the third the third part of it, own it, F it, and then... Create your story of triumph. And this is actually part of the project you're working on, Circle right. Genius. Can you kind of talk a little bit more about what does that moment mean? Stroke of Genius is that moment where you choose how to live the rest of your life. Can you um, tell us a little bit about Stroke of Genius and the Brain Bar and where we can find you online? How can we support you? <laughs> yeah, so um, we're mainly on... A- the community is on shareyourstrokeofgenius.org, and uh, we're mainly on Instagram. Share your stroke of genius on Instagram. You know, a couple of months ago, uh, started the the Brain Bar, which is bringing the brain community together because it's not just stroke, but it's everyone that has had a brain thing, and. Uh, and also the caregivers and also the friends and family. It's amazing to kind of hear this journey, this whole process, you know, having it happen when you're 11, <laughs> that struggle in the middle. You're not only trying to figure out who you are. It's just like a person. I would never, ever want to pay anything to go back to middle school or high school. <laughs> and you're on top of that. You have this injury and then going into adulthood, sort of figuring that process out with celebrating or not celebrating or how do you live with both and i love it own it f it find your stroke of genius you can say that create your story of triumph create your story of triumph now you are a creative producer for the mets and i love what you talk about with community and i always say this anytime i speak to an audience anytime that I'm on social media that people will ask me like, well, I don't have a community. And I will say, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. That's a baseball reference. Field of dreams. dreams. Field of dreams. Wow. Yes, I I did that. But yeah, yeah, that's so true. Like if you build it, they will come. It's it's really true. It might be hard in the beginning, but you will find your community over time. You You can join it. But if they don't, if you're like not somewhere that has it yet, create it. Create it, create it. And Kyle, you're a great example of that. So sharestrokeofgenius.org. We loved having you. Thank you so much. We'd yeah. love to have you come back and maybe talk a little bit more about relationships and what it means to oh, have I can talk brain about stuff that. with yep. relationships and dating. Yeah. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. 
I'm Jessica Minhas, and thanks for joining us on I'll Go First. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our mission is to uplift and support you in your journey of healing. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, comment, and share. And if there's a topic you'd like us to dive deeper into or would like to share your story with us, we are available on all major platforms at I'll Go First and www.algofirst.com. We'll see you next time.